Spiral Dial Sci-Fi with a Soundscape As the creature spoke, the sound stopped. A pile of broken rock and dust descended onto the unsuspecting heads of Archie and Morven. It looked like they were enveloped in a cloud of blue smoke. As it engulfed them, Jessica heard a familiar spluttering sound. Achoo, achoo. Archie bellowed, sneezing right into Morven's face. He withdrew back in obvious disgust, shaking himself off. Jessica, I told you before, my nose absolutely can't take any more of this. You should have brought some antihistamines. What do you think you're paid for? He looked around, as if for the first time. Jessica, where are you? He glared at Morven. And as for you, I thought you knew where you were going, Archie declaimed, looking around the cavern. This place is a death trap. Is he likely to continue this for long? Pyrope inquired. Morven's eyes were already glazing over, and he appeared to be falling back into a trance. Oh, Archie can carry on like this all day. Jessica heard a faint creaking sound approaching them, and a pulling at her right heel. I think they might need another little push. Watch out, you don't want to lose any fingers. 
Pirate repeated the note at high volume several times, peppering the bridge below with sprays of rock and dust. Archie immediately started simultaneously sneezing, yelping and prancing from side to side of the bridge. Jessica could not help but giggle at his antics. After a few moments of this, Morgan seemed to fully awaken, flexing and extending his broad frame. The earth awakens. We must go now. Follow me. He grasped Archie by the hand and led him down the bridge back into the same direction where they had come from. No, not that way! Jessica could feel the creaking approaching from that very direction. Desperately, she copied Pyrope's singing, successfully this time, if a little over-enthusiastically. A pile of rock fell in front of them, completely blocking their way. Not that way, you fool! Archie yelped. It's obviously the other way! Morven smoothly changed direction without batting an eyelid, Archie scampering in his wake and proceeding down the bridge, descending into the far side of the tunnel. As they passed out of the range of the music, Jessica breathed a sigh of relief before realising that neither of them had thought to wait for her or even to look for her. She let out a faint humph. The sound seemed to set off a chain reaction of creaking and cracking around them. The bridge below them dissolved into nothing before her and piles of rock fell down into the chasm. How deep it was, she could not tell. As she waited to hear the sound of the fragments hitting the bottom, she felt Pyro pulling on her neck. Come, we need to leave. Now! This time, she could not resist. They flowed through the blue, down into the earth, at heart-wrenching speed before coming to a sudden stop. Jessica looked around her. She was surrounded by blue, except in one direction she saw a faint stain of reddish-purple. She reached out to touch it and was met with a sharp tingling in her index finger. It's rude to touch without permission. A high voice chimed. I I'm sorry, I didn't realise... Pyro, is that you? Jessica inquired. Yes, it is me. I am Pyro. The voice sounded mildly irritated. Why are you red and everything else is blue? Jessica asked. I told you, I am Pyro. Pyro is red. 
Glaucophane is blue. Pyrope sounded exasperated. Are you... a mineral? Jessica wondered. The voice sighed. You really are too prosaic for words. Mineral is the word the dust people use. Here, we are all one earth. Come and see. She felt the creature take her hand and glide downwards. As they did so, their passage became bumpier, rather like experiencing turbulence on an aeroplane. Jessica was thrown first to one side and then the other. Suggestions, tantalising glimpses of huge underground caverns and rivers passed by her as they travelled on. All at once she found herself stretching, bending. She felt a gush of water between her legs and immediately flushed, thinking that she had had an accident. Although, how could one wet oneself in a place like this? Then she realised that a crack had formed beneath her and the water was running through it, widening the crack and spreading and splitting. She swiftly flowed out of the way before she was engulfed. The crack spread further and further, up and down, creaking in the most terrible manner. What is happening, Pyro? The deeper we go, the more we change. Come. Amid all the excitement, she barely noticed that the colour surrounding them had changed from blue to green. As the colour changed, so their pace slowed until it felt as if they were swimming through treacle. Just as she felt she could go no further, they came to a boundary. In front of her lay a magnificent body of fluid filled with shimmering patches of red, green and white. The colours seemed to flow into each other, merging and coalescing in a slightly different way from each angle. It was a marvellous sight. Come on! We are home. Pyrope pulled her forwards, and she emerged not into air, but into a new sensation entirely. No longer surrounded by treacle, she could move freely, but she was no longer herself. Instead, she felt herself to be part of the mass of rock. Many voices filled her mind, laughing and joking and complaining and chanting. She did not know which to listen to and covered her ears, but it had no effect. As she lifted her hands, she saw them to be comprised of red and green and white fragments, which crumbled away as she lifted them towards her. With horror, she watched her hands dissolve before her very eyes and felt herself spreading out into a thin puddle. Get yourself together.
yourself together. Pyrope spoke in a forced whisper. Jessica saw for the first time a magnificent mass of glinting red in front of her. If you start changing, everyone will copy you, and who knows what madness that will set off. It's been too long since we saw someone new join us. Now, what form do you want to take? Jessica's mind was completely blank. Come on, anything you like, just think of a shape. Jessica felt, rather than saw, other shapes converging around them, starting to take notice. Think of a shape, red, green and white. Instantly she transformed into the form of a large green tree, dangling red and white baubles. Guilt flooded through her. She hadn't been brought up to celebrate Christmas. Really? Pyrope tutted. It's been done before, you know. Is that the best you can do? Jessica blinked, causing a shower of green dust to fall in front of her. Pyrope sighed at such a high pitch that it was almost a whistle. Well, I suppose it'll have to do. Everyone's coming now. You better stick with it. Be quiet and listen. A blurry mass arose in front of her, a web of white. No, not a web, it was a chessboard. Well, some squares were almost opaque and some were transparent. As she watched, it shifted before her, glistening. She felt quite insignificant before this creature. Welcome, sister. Jessica inclined her bows and Pyrope prodded sharply at her. Not you! Pyrope whispered. The red mass shifted forward, flickering as it did into a multifaceted glittering jewel. Thank you, sister. The board flickered once more in front of her. 
There have been many disturbances of late. What is your report? The dust people have been active once more. It is true. Several have even descended to the Blucius domain. They come deep. The voice sounded concerned. We have felt the tremors even here. Never have the dust people descended this far. It is dangerous. The massed shapes echoed. It is dangerous. There is something else, something new, something unexpected. I bring you a candidate from the dust people. She is keen to learn. Her transformation is already well underway. If it pleases you, of course. It has been a long time since we had a candidate from the dust people. Maybe the earth has sent us a sign. I will inspect her now. As you wish, sister. The substance around her shifted, and she found herself pinned by every branch by invisible bonds. Immediately she visualised a protective bubble, but found that it only dissolved within her mind. What is this, Pyro? Help me! It is only quartz. Pyro seemed calm, unhurried. You have nothing to fear. Quartz? It is quartz that surrounds us, and quartz that holds us. Now you will become one of us. All at once, her surroundings started to vibrate, causing every branch to tingle. There was music here, deep and terrible. This music was pain. It felt as if the sap in her was boiling, as if she could be ripped apart. She could feel hot oil passing through every one of her needles, and yet her consciousness remained unchanged. She was unaware of the white and red baubles coalescing into one large ornament at her crown shaped like a giant Tyrannosaurus Rex, who started to tear into her brow. The vibrations formed into one word, repeating over and over again in shrieking fractures of sound. Then more voices. There is too much dust in her. She will not crystallize. She is unstable. Let her go or she will disrupt us all. The pain reached a crescendo. She felt all of her leaves being ripped from her branches and scattered far and wide. All at once, a loud crack pierced her and she was flung upwards, rising on a wave of green and blue and red and white until her consciousness disintegrated. 